Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. It is 6.14. It is Tuesday morning. It's Stacy with you. Clayton's got the week off. I have to say Tuesday because I had yesterday off. Today feels like Monday for me. Regardless, I know it's been a few days already, but the new downtown parking app was introduced on July 1st. I was not here for that. I was away for the weekend, so I won't have to have had to use it until today. So I'm talking about it um, for a bit of a reminder for myself, really. I also have a sticky note, uh, which is a completely fail-safe way to ensure that I pay for parking. Um, if I didn't make a mental note of it, 915 would roll around. I'd see the parking guy coming, panic, grab my phone, open the parking app to pay and realize that it's the wrong one and I've had two parking tickets in the last two weeks so that is not an option I don't know I guess people who work in the downtown we get maybe parking tickets more often it is a huge pain in the ass let me just say it's really frustrating especially because it's your own fault regardless uh, I've heard that users aren't happy with the new app which is not a surprise because that's usually what happens it's actually though only got one star in the app store when I went to download it I was like is this right one star like you know I can see if it was like three out of five it has got one star uh, and it is, it's not great although it does have a feature where you can reserve your parking like schedule a payment which I was like wow that's really helpful I went to that feature and it wasn't working so I can see that but that's how it is right first version of an app comes out there's always bugs the same with iPhone updates and usually you wait until the next update comes out or the next version but that doesn't work because I need to use this app today and like technically I could go all the way downstairs and use an actual machine but that sounds like entirely way too much work quick reminder though for anyone else who needs to download the new app it's called parked in it's a huge pain in the ass but that's all we got Sports, obviously, not my forte. I like to pretend I know things about sports. I like to talk sports with Clayton. Uh, vehicles, cars, trucks, that's also not my forte. But if you have a father, uncle, cousin, aunt, neighbor, best friend who even has a like remote interest in vehicles, this might apply to you. This is specifically about my dad, however. Does anyone else's dad call out vehicles when they hear them? My dad does this at home when we're over there. We're in the living room and he'll hear a truck coming down the street and he'll be like, oh yeah, that's, uh, that's Dave from two doors down. Sure enough, the vehicle goes by and there's, there's Dave. Uh, another vehicle approaches. Oh yeah, that'll be uh, Art with his new Dodge. And sure enough, it is. It's a Dodge truck that passes by. My dad gives him a wave. It happened at the lake this weekend on the tiny little campsite roads. Here comes a truck. And dad, yeah, that's that uh, red Hemi from around the corner. And it was. It was the red Hemi from apparently around the corner. Another truck comes. And yes, there are a lot of trucks up at the lake. That's just how it works. And he goes, yeah, that's a Ford Dooley. Truck goes by. It's a Ford, but it wasn't a Dooley. Oh, Dad, you missed one. But it was a Ford. Dad said he apparently knows a Ford without even seeing it. How? And why is this a thing? Like, I, I get it. You know, if you have an interest in something, you become very good at all the details of it, I guess. But if, if there was ever a police investigation where they were like, yeah, a vehicle sped by at this time, whatever, and the cops needed to ID that vehicle, just call a nearby dad.
I think I just mentioned it a little while ago that sports is not my forte. Um, but I've heard this story a hundred times, regardless, that apparently when it comes to the NHL, Leafs fans are the worst fans. And I get the whole Toronto is the center of the universe gag. So I'm assuming... Me, I'm assuming that's where it comes from, but it turns out uh, Leafs fans have legit been voted the worst fans. Sorry, the most annoying and most delusional. (laughs) I don't know. I find the word delusional just so impactful uh, because it does really describe it. Uh, It was a survey done by hockey stats aficionado Jay Fresh. I'm not sure who he is, but apparently he knows sports way more than I do. And uh, yeah, they were voted most delusional. And if you're wondering who was um, coming, who came in after that was followed by the New York Rangers, the Montreal Canadiens and Edmonton Oilers fans. Ugh, we were fourth most annoying and most delusional. That's embarrassing. Uh, but apparently Leafs fans like to basically like hold a referendum on management after every loss. They want to hype up the team Stanley Cup chances after every win, which I get that. But they were also voted the most unhinged and prone to melting down over nothing. <laughs> This survey is just ruthless. So you would think as a Leafs fan, this would be insulting. But it turns out, very interestingly, uh, nearly 80% of Leafs fans were okay to vote themselves as annoying. So there you go. It's a bit of a consensus. It is 7-12 on a Tuesday morning. You know what that means. I just spilled coffee. Give me one second. This is live radio, folks. Hold on a minute. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Crisis averted. Okay. (laughs) You know, I like to pride myself in being a very careful person. And then, uh, yeah, you go and do that right on the radio. Anyway, first clip. It's from Derek. Uh, This one, Derek, I feel you, man. I hear this all the time. It's Def Leppard, Rocket. He hears Rocket, yeah. See the lighter, Lou. Do you see the lighter, Lou? Do you see it? I'm waving it right in front of your face. That's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, Surprisingly, not the right lyrics. The actual lyrics. Rocket, yeah, satellite of love. That sounds like satellite of love. Like the... I don't know. That one's weird. Uh, This one, I feel like this is a classic. This is from Dave. It's Everclear, uh, Santa Monica. (laughs) Dave hears, I am still living with your goat. I am still living with your goat. Imagine leaving a goat behind after a breakup. Ugh, that's just rude. Um, Unless you want to put the goat outside and have it cut your grass. Very helpful. The actual lyrics, of course, still living with your ghost. I am still living with your ghost. (laughs) All right. uh, Last one. Last clip is from Stephanie. Pearl Jam, even flow. She hears, even though thoughts erode like buttered rice. Every time, I've heard this one before, and every time I hear it, all I want is a piping hot bowl of buttered rice. Honestly, how good is buttered rice? <laughs> the actual lyrics. Uh, 
boy, I have written down wrong thoughts, arrive like butterflies. Wow, that was just a an impeccable version of Cruise Confused Lyrics. No uh, no problems, no issues whatsoever. If you have a confused lyric you'd like to share with us here on Cruise, do that. Mornings at cruisefm.com. We will be doing this again on Friday at A10. I mentioned we were at the lake this weekend. Uh, my parents have a spot up at Chittick, and it was amazing. Or sorry, I should say not amazing. It was a fun time. It was not amazing weather, but also not awful. Um, as I mentioned, they have a seasonal spot at Chittick. It's a decent drive. It's a nice lake, and it was just a perfect little getaway. Um, Sean and I tented on my parents' lot. My brother slept in his little converted truck bed. Fiona slept in the trailer with my parents, which was awesome because kids intense is just a nightmare we did it once and we all had quite possibly the worst sleep ever granted that was actually july long last year when it was that like 40 plus heat wave so i'm pretty sure that was not fun for anyone uh quite frankly but this time it was a cool night on friday and it was damp and let me just say i have finally learned how to properly sleep warmly in a tent first off i did not bring enough warm bedding i brought a sleeping bag that i said to sean i'm like yeah we'll just zip it open and use it as a blanket and we have a pump up air mattress it's quite comfy um and with that sleeping bag i was like yeah we'll be golden i had a fitted sheet for the for the air mattress (laughs) yeah no it was so damp and so cold my mom was like well here here's a, a flannelette sheet like a Uh, flat sheet and I was like okay thanks but that's not really going to help us keep warm well here's the thing apparently you're supposed to put that on the air mattress you want to warm up or create a barrier between you and the cold air that's inside the mattress who knew not me Um, second night we put that sheet and another blanket on the air mattress along with a heating pad my mom happened to have covered that up with a sleeping bag holy fork and shirt balls that was the best tent sleep i think i've ever had it was absolutely amazing granted a heating pad was pretty bougie but you know what if your mom's offering you a heating pad in a tent why would you say no i signed right up so there's my psa for anyone who uh seems to freeze when they're camping in the tent blankets on the mattress you're welcome clayton and i've done quite a few episodes of you know you're old when this one is pillow edition you know you're old when you actually care enough about your sleep at night that you take your pillow with you when you stay overnight somewhere i am now that person i used to be the person that didn't even need a pillow Oh, the crook of my arm? Sure, not a problem. The scrunched up bunny hug I've been wearing all night? Sure. I now take my pillow with me anytime I'm staying overnight. And can I just say, it is the smart thing to do. Being an overnight guest at someone's house, you don't know what kind of pillow situation you're getting into. Chances are it's a guest room pillow that was taken out of rotation years ago because it was no good anymore. That's what you do. You have a pillow on your bed when it becomes brutal and just bad you put it downstairs in the guest room that's how it works uh it's now just that one the guest room pillow just a weird pack of compressed polyfoam in it 
dingy pillowcase that they pulled out of the linen closet for you. If you're at an Airbnb, there's a very good chance it's not a good pillow. 99% of the time, the pillow is too flat. I like a good spongy pillow with good neck support. Easiest solution, just bring yours. Sure, it seems over the top, maybe a little bit of a diva move as you walk in there with your pillow under your arm. But guess what? You're going to have a pretty decent sleep because you're old now. And that's important. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.